0: Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Abby Maltese, and I'm here with Leah Summers. And today we're going to be talking about creativity in engineering and creativity in human animal bonds. So, um, I'm actually going to start off by asking Leah a couple of questions. Um, and first, I would like, um, in your own words, what do you really think human animal bonds are? You kind of simplify it.
1: Um, I think to me that the human and animal bond and connection, um, is a lot like friendship in a way. Um, I think that there becomes like a sense of understanding, just like how, you know, you understand when your friend's upset or, you know, it really needs you. Um, I feel like that relates over into the animal realm and they become like sensitive to your emotions. Um,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was a really new topic for me to learn about. I mean, you always think of your dog as your best friend and stuff, but just to hear that there's like an actual science behind it and um, yeah, so much thought that goes behind it is really cool. So um, kind of going into that, do you feel that certain animals are able to make stronger connections and and why?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely think that not only like humans make special connections with certain types of animals, but also animals like certain animals are just better at connecting to humans than other animals so like I kind of talked about like dogs are able to see your face and cats can't and so cats have to rely on something like you know your smell and like how you sound um whereas dogs just kind of instinctively know um like what you're feeling based off of your face (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so I think that out of all of the animals, I guess, I would have to say that dogs would be a little bit more easier to connect to. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're a dog person? Oh gosh, no, I love cats, but <laughs> <laughs> but dogs are pretty cool too. Awesome. Um, so, as I,
0: I mean, I've talked about it in my engineering presentation, but when you're taught engineering, you're kind of taught just um, how to, like, a, a certain set of skills that you can then apply to any different problem, and I think that's really cool because, you um, there are so many diverse problems out there, and I feel like this is really similar with therapy animals, and I would like to get your, your thoughts on that. And if you feel that specialists use creativity to train these therapy
1: animals. Yeah, I definitely think that when you're training uh, like a therapy animal, creativity lies like in so many places and like as that pet owner, especially if you're doing like a self training training. Um, you really make that connection and you really like have to use like, you know, your own creativity and thought process of like, how am I going to relate this message to some like this animal that I can't talk to, um, to make them do what I need them to, or what I want them to. Um, and so I think that just having creativity to like, not only be able to remember what you are like, trying to get them to do like your hand signs and like how you say your commands um, but then also just consistency with that for sure.
0: That's awesome.
1: Um, I guess going off your presentation a little bit um, I was super interested um, in the idea of robotic animals and so I guess my question for you about that would be do you think that like the engineered animals um, and like robotic pets would increase youth's interest in stem like specifically engineering
0: yeah I definitely think it would um, one of the big things for me is getting kids interested in stem earlier and by just relating it to something that they know and love um, so obviously like their their pet dog or their pet their pet cat or or any animal um, I think would be, super helpful in getting um, kids interested in STEM. I remember that I used to have little um, like toy hamsters that would like go around and and they're little robotic um, hamsters. And I love those. And I actually remember like turning them over and trying to figure out how they worked. And um, yeah, so I think that that honestly helped me get into STEM a little bit. Um, And if it was pushed in maybe schools and and kids were able to maybe program their own dog or cat, um, then that would definitely help Get kids interested. That's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I um I remember going to JMU for um like one of the middle school leadership like women in STEM camps, and it was so much mm-hmm. fun. They did like a lot of stuff with like candy and a bunch of other stuff that kids would really like. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that that would be a cool integration to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also mentioned coding in your presentation, and I was curious if it was like the same. Type of coding that would go into like the production of a video game or like virtual reality because I know as a kid I used to love animal video games, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to know if there was engineering behind that or not.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think part of it is engineering with maybe the um, the interface of the video and the it- integration between like the control system and and the actual um, software behind it, um, and then a lot of it is also computer science. So um it's definitely similar coding and and there's a lot of different coding languages so um where I might use a more uh more of a calculator code um called MATLAB there might be other code that that goes more into video game design but there's definitely engineering in that process so so yeah
1: yeah definitely if not with making the video game with making the Consoles and devices mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you also mentioned that Jamie doesn't really offer a lot of engineering electives. Um, so, if you could choose or create um, like an elective of your own, what what would that class look like? What kind of content would you mm-hmm.
0: teach? Gosh, that's a hard one. Um, I think there's so many unique topics in engineering that they could focus classes around. Um, for instance, an elective that I did take here was synthetic biology, um, and that was a very niche um, elective to take and was very interesting because that's not something that I had ever um, done before or learned about. And then another one was is actually brewing, um, where the class brews their own beer. So through engineering, they learn how to do that. Um, I think for me, I'm I'm a big rocket nerd, so maybe something with rockets, Um or like man space travel, something that um, integrates biology with engineering, I think would be really cool. And um, I mean, if you just, if you look at NASA and all of of the cool inventions that they've made for the space station and like how astronauts do their hygiene and how astronauts go to sleep and eat their food and all that stuff, like there had to be such creative problem solving people on those projects. Um, So I think that that would be a great way to kind of mesh creativity with engineering um, and could definitely be um, applicable to other things other than just space and could definitely get people thinking in creative ways about different problems in the world. So I think something like that. But um, again, there's just so many ways you could go with that.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it would be a really interesting class, even though I'm not (laughs) <laughs> In any of those majors, I would want mm-hmm. to take that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's definitely interesting to see how these two sides kind of come together and have so many similarities. And I've, I've enjoyed learning about um, the human-animal bond. So thank you for answering those questions.
1: Yeah, thank you. I feel like I got some more insight onto what engineering can be <laughs> other than just your streamlined stereotypes. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome.
0: Um yeah, ask us any
1: questions in class if you guys have any other questions. Thank you.